0: this is green planet blue planet podcast i'm sitting here with ray at terabuma at the place you founded and co-created
1: and also your home ray so welcome to green planet blue planet thank you thank you uh, it's been an amazing journey last month to have with you um we go through a lot no
0: mm-hmm. that's very that's very true we're recording this uh, episode on uh, the last day of my visit and stay here at terabuma and it's been a few weeks actually. I hosted an event here uh, with my partner Lohana. Um, we brought a group here from all over the world. We met many friends here and uh, also just immersed with the indigenous people of the Huni, Kuin and Kambeba. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's a good context or a setup prop for you to to share a bit about Terabuma in the context. You know, I, I can share more about what brought me here, but the purpose seems to be a land calling, a regenerative calling. An indigenous calling also, and a place for people to
1: learn and, and live together, yeah, um, I would say my journey here for Tehabuma is more than calling is listening to mm. those callings, um because i I realize that these callings come all the time, all the moments, every day to us in different ways, and here. In my humble experience with this land especially, I kind of come to an understanding it's more important to be able to listen to those callings and how we're going to interpret those callings to our daily life Mm -hmm. to grow as a human being. And so here in this land became my biggest teacher on all levels. And the journey is kind of, came out very organically i had no intentions to come to brazil to live in the middle of brazil while i wasn't speaking one word of portuguese right cuz raised
0: raised from uh, turkey originally
1: I, I should have said that in the, yeah. the beginning but
0: you're not brazilian yeah
1: no i'm not brazilian as a, again i didn't have any intention to mm. come to live in the middle of brazil especially from a i'm i'm from istanbul and i grew up in Istanbul, and usually the south part of Turkey, where I had touch with the Mediterranean mm. Sea. So I would never imagine in my wildest dreams that I would just be mm. 1,200 kilometers away from this closest sea. But here I am. Uh, and this place had a greater imagination about me to put me here. To be the guardian of of this place for a while, and yeah,
0: so here I am. Mm-hmm. And you've built an agroforest over the last eight years, and uh, different event venues and different connections to you know the town Alto Paraíso, Alto Alto Paraíso gigoyas where we are. Yeah. Um, but did it really start like that too? Do you feel like it called you, like
1: a listening, or is this really what it taught you over the last years uh, being here? No, this is a constant. It's a constant journey. Mm-hmm. It's like a one big ceremony that just like revolving and opening and unfolding. So what ha- what happened here, even agroforest or retreat center, or having ceremonies. None was planned. Um to just put you in a better perspective, I never planted anything in my life hmm. since I came to Brazil. I I had a background I'm, I'm before you came to before, Brazil. Yeah, I mean yeah, before I came to Brazil, I never planned anything. I I was pretty much in an urban boy and living in Istanbul, having a tech company. Huge city, right? Per, well almost 20 million people. Yeah. Um and I had a tech company mm-hmm. where I'm one of the co-founders, which became a... One of the biggest, actually, um, e-commerce companies of Turkey. But in that journey, I realized that that's not what I want to do. And and the whole story um, started with asking myself, who am I in the middle of that journey of my um, journey as an entrepreneur? But then... The moment that i started to ask that question that of who am i really then my my real journey started and it still continues on to this day and how i see it it's it's about as you said it's about like callings and listening about about listening of that callings so it unfolds organically and everything that's happening came to life uh, in that perspective mm. so um agroforest came to my life, which became one of the, my, my one of my greatest spiritual master mm. teachers now about about listening the language of the nature, about understanding mm. the grammar of that language, about understanding the communication and everything and and that really enlightened my perspective in a different way and i started to understand okay what that means we are nature what really that means we are nature and from there you know we, we like you've been staying in the chalets mm-hmm. for some time and the idea wasn't when when i started to build them the idea was like yeah we can call some friends you know let's just like build something very simple here yeah. so they can come and but then like the whole place has a different um energy and it talks to you and says mm-hmm. no i want to be this so you know everything just like comes organically as pandemic started we had a different shift about mm. agroforestry about okay maybe we, we can really like focus on on um, on like creating more food for the town because there were people who were really like having a yeah. hard time one of the cool
0: stories here in alto paraíso actually as you know i would say i arrived at the tail end of the pandemic this year right and so when the pandemic was rolling and people were staying at home and et cetera, Terabuma was able to give more food to the, the neighbors. Basically everybody who bought a basket, gifted a free basket to who was in need. Correct? Yeah. I
1: mean, see, that's the thing. Like yeah. when we talk about community, mm-hmm. right. When we talk about community, what that really means and community means like we do things together in the sense of like, we take care of each other and we stay in commune mm-hmm. with each other. So in that, um, we saw that the, in the local community here, there are many people who are depending on their daily work. And so they can buy their food. And suddenly there were no work, suddenly everybody had to stay home. But these people, they had no income and no accumulated wealth. Mm-hmm. So they were depending on that daily money and suddenly like that was gone. Okay. Yeah. And even here, we had like, at that moment, we had like 14 workers, 10 volunteers. Wow. And everybody was like, oh, no, maybe like we should stay also home. And and I said, like, no, this is the time that we really like fly. now." Fly to provide. Yeah. yeah now right. it's our time to like just like we really focus on producing food. So what we did is like we created um we quadruple our food production for that time and we created this campaign saying all the other people who had the possibility to buy this organic food mm-hmm. from here and they say like we are doubling our price for for one organic basket but you are as you buy this you are providing a family who cannot have that um conditions right now Mm. wow what a great like super pragmatic
0: example of how community happens because you started listening years earlier to agroforest agroforestry as a teacher and you know you and a few families live at this land that is teraboma and the chalets for, for context like you know arriving there feels like um we hosted an event there i visited i participated in one of your events there um It kind of feels like you're among friends so your core intention might still be there right um but it's also a fantastic event venue actually
1: (laughs) yeah but as i said like as i said in the the very very beginning of the this retreat there is no customers here Mm. we have guests and there is an exchange yes but um it's not about this place is not about how we can make money but it's about like how we can exchange and expand our experiences together. Like I can, and that's why the exchange is there because mm-hmm. the, the exchange has to be there. Like in that b- basket ex- example, yes, I, I cannot really like give for free, but I can provide something that other people can also be part of it. And together we create something. Mm-hmm. um greater and and that's the idea here in in our retreats in our events how we treat people and how we see people yeah and that's
0: also really felt when people arrive i i've noticed it in both myself in my group that i um brought here and hosted uh for as well as in in, in the other group there is like a reciprocity that seems to be part of the fabric the way terabuma is is uh, created but also this this land has a calling to everyone like i c- i can feel these different hubs that you've created the agroforestry the event space and now we're talking about exchanging and the reciprocity of it which brings me really to impact bank i think it's uh, you know an- another hub so to speak because when you we use money in this empowering way you just shared right where you can give something away for free which actually makes quite a lot of sense because you're providing. So you're creating a, a baseline economy yourself. But if someone buys a fruit basket or a food basket and therefore provides for someone else, similarly like with an event space, suddenly the empowerment of money becomes like a transformational tool. Yeah. I mean,
1: how I see it is like this. in, in all cases, and we can come to the Impact Bank, but it's here also for booma for Agroforestry, or in any parts of life. Um, there is one basic thing that we as human need to remember again because in our capitalistic and post-capitalistic mind and society we forget that the nature itself is based on the law of abundance and i mean you want to prove of that take a seat and plant yeah. it and you will see that and that's the that's how it goes in in the nature and in our understanding of wealth we put things totally in balance so we had to accumulate to feel more secure but then more accumulation creates more scarcity in somewhere else and then you have to protect of what you accumulated from the other people who doesn't have so this is the main um, main problem, I think, that comes with the disconnection of the nature, because the moment that we really dis- we really connect with the nature and what it, it's there for, we will understand that the whole life has been here billions of years before us, and it's going to stay here billions of years after us, and it will always provide life. It will always provide life for everything around it. So it's based on the law of abundance. So now when we take this and look at our, our culture, we're doing something exactly the opposite of how it is. So how we can really um heal of these wounds by connecting. Mm-hmm by connecting people by connecting us with self and by connecting us with the nature mm-hmm. so so you want to have a, like a good business model i think that's a great business model um following the principles of nature yeah mm-hmm. because just 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 doing that as an example in agroforest we are doing kind of like a north farming here you know we have like we're taking a piece of land and creating a model totally experimental Mm -hmm. by respecting the the principles of nature and how a forest functions in its core basic ways you know and what's the relations and understanding that and then adding your human intelligence by respecting the principles of nature. Did you call it nerd farming? Yes, the yeah. nerd farming because it's all in exile forms and it's there, and so we can like really see how you much. You planted
0: in year 2016, 2017. Yeah. There's eucalyptus, there is coffee, there's banana. Yeah, and, and then you and can see like the the turnout, or also the everything. everything so we can yeah. we can we can see. There's definitely a feeling of learning when you walk just through these different plots you all have created you know you can when you see photos over time also there's this similar learning in it i saw a aerial footage of terabuma and then i walked the same spot and i realized about wow, 3 years later this is like meters tall eucalyptus and mamao you know um papaya tree and banana tree and coffee tree and so i can yeah it's it's quite a, a rich experience actually even just to walk the land and see what
1: has been done yeah i mean like and beyond like okay if we talk about beyond all the ethics like let's just put all the ethics and everything if we shift our perspective even like economically speaking Mm -hmm. um we come to a conclusion that we can make 50 times more money in total of 15 years because Yes, in agroforest, you need to have a longer, medium, and longer period of time to, to for the for the usage of the place and and the land, mm-hmm. and versus to a monoculture, soy or corn, right, which gives you the the return in six months, seven months, eight months, mm-hmm. which is the
0: incentive about that system and model right it's like you have land and it turns into money
1: within six to twelve months and the other Mm -hmm. incentive on that land on that on that way of doing agriculture is you don't need to be the part of the process because there is a recipe it's like making a cake there's a recipe, right. you use that, and you don't need to be integrated, you don't need to be connected with the land. Mm-hmm. On the contrary, you are like so disconnected to the land that you can, keep, you can have the right to kill everything around yeah. it, right? And you earn X amount of money. Right away, versus on agroforestry principles, you earn it a
0: little bit more patience, but then 15 times, you said, over 15 Fif- years. 50 times more. 50
1: times more. Like, in, in let's say... You you earn fifteen X in mm-hmm. agriculture in fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Here you earn fifteen times fifty in that in that same amount of year in fifteen years. In fifteen years, about, yes. if you take the patience of investing for the yeah, fifteen years. Because yeah. now you, you have also mm-hmm. trees. Yeah. You know, that you can also you cut. You build up canopy, you create different and then you can cut. And yeah. and there is no problem. Because when you mm. cut in that way, a tree, underneath, there is other trees that are waiting for that tree to leave the system. Mm. The moment you take that tree out, which works <sighs> economically also, it give you yeah. wealth. And it has an immense value. And you take the tree out, and it's going to be another um, party starting on on the lower canopies of the forest that's like okay it's our time now and then, that you freed up and put biomaterial back into i love ray that
0: i asked you about impact bank and the, the new banking system and you went straight to the principles of nature the forest and agroforestry because you know this came up in other episodes before um the banking system of the forest if we look at the mycelium and the way them the fungi uh, kingdom right interacts with the flora and fauna kingdom um we could
1: learn a lot about banking from trees actually it's any i like starting from the art to music to economy to banking to whatever we can really like learn Mm -hmm. because it is there and like it's just biomimicry you know like the moment like we do the biomimicry it's just there and and we have this arrogance as as humans i think that um instead of learning what is there that has been proven that it's working for millions of years, we come to our own models, disregarding that and and we, we believe that 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 works. I mean, that can work. you know that can bring you abundance for your individual. but at the same time, it has to bring a lot of other people around you down Mm -hmm. because it's not about accumulating energy, which is syntropy. It's about stealing the energy from around you Mm. so so you can bring that wealth. But we can, you know, this is like a one um, living organism that we are living in and we are part of it. So you are making sick, other parts of the body to make to bring uh more wealth here in some part of Mm -hmm. the body eventually it's not gonna work yeah i mean
0: so at the core of my intention of starting this podcast and the quest of you know these interviews with the green planet blue planet idea in my own consciousness it is all about the the biosystem or the biology of life you know it's like there is there's a a code that as we become one with that code, we're one with all of it. And we, cre- we create more abundance as being part of this abundant, not just philosophy, but as you said, principle of life itself. It seems quite obvious at a certain point, but since there is old systems and all the power of old systems that exist and the power of old institutions that exist, it still feels like um, sometimes maybe even two different worlds, you know, or bubbles that are created. Sure which I think is, you know, I want to bring it back to Impact Bank. So exciting about all the, all the DeFi topics, you know, even any um, conversation with crypto and NFT that, you know, can spin off of, of this, but bringing it back to banking itself. When we revolutionize banking, everything changes. True. Because and- that's how our current way of domination keeps being perpetuated. As long as I bring U.S. dollars to Brazil, I have a very different, um, level of access which is not necessarily the only
1: way uh, life has to has to be no no and and as as you said like it's one of the most critical um sectors in this whole because it's a glue Mm -hmm. like what's happening right now the whole society and how how the economic system works and everything is based on trust and and right now, we all believe that this we have to trust and because, not, because there is no other option, actually. Like in, in my way of, of looking before, I was like, I really hate banks, man. Mm. Like it's just like so inhumane. So I was super pissed to, to how it functions. But I was using a bank and I of am course. still using a bank, obviously. obviously. Um, so yeah. from that, I would never, ever imagine that I would enter and kind of like be, become part of a digital bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the founders of a digital because bank. you had like a distaste for banks.
0: Yet you also but, had, because of your past in the tech business, you you had the privilege to think about banks in this way as well. But huh? but but you see, you were not in the survival mode of that world. No,
1: in chained so many people. Yeah, yeah, and but like that's the thing i think the way of like if we really want to change something mm-hmm. it's not about saying i oh, you know like fuck the system yeah. it's it's more Good about no on, 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 on the contrary yeah. we can we can really say like okay this is how it functions and this is how we can transform it mm-hmm. so so to be able to transform it we have to be we have to go in it and and understand the principles Mm. from inside how it works and then like bring the other principles to meet it and then instead of like bomb something down you create something that can really be be an inspiration for all around and and impact bang is a living example of that Another project of,
0: of yours and the, the crew here, Terra Buma, really. Because right? yes. you know I'm so with you, I just had a smile at "Fuck the system," is sometimes on a personal level of our emotional experience with this world, also a good place to start. However, then personal transformation, collective transformation, inspiration, right? is, is where to put our focus. So um, Impact Bang, if I understand it correctly, in short. It takes the banking fees it makes and reinvests it into local
1: projects and NGOs and and support for the ecosystem at, totally. at large. So it's based on um, it's, it's it's focused for for now. The main focus is NGOs because um, most of the NGOs. I'm not talking about the NGOs that's kind of like funded by big tech companies or big farm companies. I'm talking about NGOs that really like focus on the social um projects and and people and currently like because it's people. a brazilian bank it's also focused in brazil y- yes yeah yeah right now no right now uh, yeah. but the idea is international going international like we, we just started so um but yeah our focus is like first make um these group of people mm-hmm. who are really focusing on the people and communities like okay how we can serve you mm-hmm. Because in, especially here in Brazil, um, the banks are not even wanna deal with these people because it's not lucrative. Exactly, yeah. But like, th- for example,
0: marginalized communities like indigenous people or exactly. unbanked people that live in the poverty of you know, rural Brazil. Like, yeah, as you said, not lucrative to even offer them the service of banking, which where I grew up in Germany or in Canada or in, in Turkey probably is one of the most normal things right for a lot of people this is hard to understand but that is why this the global south looks like the third world is because people are not even
1: offered the privilege or the access point of of these infrastructures no they don't even uh, so many people here in brazil they don't even have access to a simple bank account Mm -hmm. they just don't open They, they, they they just don't give you the option to open a bank account Because they they check out the thing. It's like, no, you know what? It doesn't worth it. And what really, like, what's the cost of taking a whole forest down? In the sheet, you can see, uh, okay, some hours of a tractor work and that much of a gasoline Mm. and, you know, a couple people to hire. And that's the cost in the exit sheet you know that you can see mm-hmm. but that's not the cost of uh, to take down a forest and the other cost that unless we really mm-hmm. don't understand what the co- what the real cost is the the calculation will always come wrong mm-hmm.
0: this is at this point i believe something that you know many more people are speaking about and, and is such a great statement you're just making is certain costs like you know, uh, human life and the, the life of a tree or the quality of life that cr- is created through leaving ecosystems intact are not accounted for, as you said, are not on the Excel sheet. And will this, I believe, is our shared purpose as a human community at this point, you know? I was thinking about asking you about purpose, but really we organically ended at this um, interesting part of the shared purpose. There is a collective purpose of coming into right relationship with this. And otherwise we will kill more people, kill more animals, kill the planet itself, you know, and that, that is a, a, a unfortunate reality of the side product of our globalized culture that we have to acknowledge, I believe, uh, in order to heal from it, in order to reconcile it, and then in order to build something new. Yeah.
1: And I think um, we have no other option. And you can see that that could be our biggest curse. mm mm-hmm or at the same time our solution to really remember Mm -hmm. who we are because um we cannot build our our future as you said our shared reality Mm -hmm. based on a lie because right now as a -hmm. as as human society our shared reality based on the biggest lie that it's a constant growth and constant economic growth by just like taking everything more and more and more, and polluting the rivers, polluting the the oceans, polluting the earth, polluting the air, only in 150 years, with the damage that we created to the nature, which the nature, I have no problem. When I think about it, -hmm. actually, the nature doesn't have a problem because you know what? It's, she's been here for since almost the beginning of the time, and she will stay here. Mm. So it's going to be a, some short period of time that she will recover itself mm. from what we created. It's so,
0: it's so interesting that you say this after having invested more than eight years into agroforestry, where you, in regeneration and the regenerative a- agriculture where you've seen
1: it happen right nature yeah. recovers very fast mm-hmm. it's not a myth it's very real no it's crazy real it's mm-hmm. like i i, I am mm-hmm. i am really surprising every day how real it is actually even though i'm like talking to you mm-hmm. and then i see that when when you plant a tree you're not just planting a tree if you understand the principles you plant the water exactly and gosh
0: principle of planting water in uh, a centropic forest. Right. And it's, it's fascinating though, because it obviously doesn't, not just not justify to destroy everything, but still coming into a real authentic relationship with how destructive a core part of this current globalized culture is, we have to face it and it has to be transformed by mimicking the principles of nature. And it's actually already underway. Like if you, you know, if you ever have the privilege to come to Terabuma and experience an event or something here, it is like, you can live it here. You can feel it. This is a bubble in which these relationships are starting to happen for everyone who comes in and out here. No. And this can be at some point, all of our human relationship. However, just like people have the, I believe the right to learn to read and write. People need the right to be not unbanked, but to be literate in a way of the, abundance and the fluidity of life's exchanges because if you're locked out you don't really have another option and then so this the system that is based on destruction is also based on exclusivity and hierarchy right which is not really not that there are no hierarchies in nature there are quite a lot even as you said with the trees and the different canopy levels literal hierarchy but they are in, in an exchange they are in a syntropic relationship and rather than asking you about what do you think purpose is i think synthropia also the name of your next uh, collective business you're sure. starting um a uh, venue space here in alto paraíso synthropia is this purpose syntropic um or 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 syn- synarchic uh, collaboration is it seems to be human superpower and our next level of unfolding purpose together Totally,
1: and and that even kind of breaks the word of hierarchia because um In the forest principle, Mm. there are other trees that stays on top of everything. That doesn't mean that they are the kings, because they are providing shades for the other trees that needs those shades. Mm -hmm. And underneath, there are other trees that needs even more shades than the other ones. So, it's kind of like more than a hierarchy. It's more like you find your place in this mandala. Mm -hmm. Where is your place in this mandala? And then it doesn't matter how big or small you are because in that mandala that you created and if we can do it as as human society the moment you take one thing out it will feel its missing point there Mm -hmm. in the mandala and regardless of if we believe and if we don't we are in this together and we are always um as 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 a society, you know, they say it like as a chain, the chain is as strong as its weakest point. Mm-hmm. So we funny how
0: we do say that, but we don't really like shape our economy around caring nothing. for
1: that, right? Nothing. Yeah. My, yeah. And but, but it is true. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not about like uh yeah, I believe in that. Mm-hmm. No, a chain is as strong as its weakest point and we are living in this together so now people are kind of like waking up more and more in the sense of like Mm -hmm. ah you know what i i want a better future for my kid Mm -hmm. for my son for my daughter so i'm just gonna like um make him more competitive even for him to go to harvard or yale Mm -hmm. or whatever these universities while the whole nature in front of us is degrading so at this moment what's the better option for your kid mm-hmm. to be have like totally disconnected with the whole society and your roots and 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 this disconnect with the nature and, be, and become a great salesperson mm. Is this what we really want or what we need? Because, um, so I, 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 born in 76 and in eighties, there was this super hype of capitalism mm-hmm. and everybody was really liking. It. Going for it. It's, it's, go, because Go get your two beamers and uh, it, mortgage it, on the house. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah. And, and, and like, you know what? Yeah. I can, I can, I can look. And because I also come from a family like that, and 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 i was like like uh, yeah why not you know there is lots of products and this and that it's one of the paradoxes
0: within the principle of abundance is because we actually all have the birthright of participating in abundance if abundance takes the shape of capitalism then of course we want to strive to be part of this because it's our natural desire and birthright to be part of abundance it's just a modulated Form of abundance, yeah, it's like
1: hijacked, right? So at that moment, in mm. the eighties, you needed to be more aware to understand that that wouldn't work. Mm. The
0: consequences were not as visible as they are now. No, yeah. yeah. Now with the world globalizing and the threat of everyone living like a North American, but see, we would die in
1: our own sewage. Yeah, but but you see now yeah. now it's more on the contrary. Now everybody knows. But nobody wants to know. (laughs) That's the. Pre pandemic, I believe that the
0: mandates during the pandemic time have shown us that certain bodies of government and oligarchy and money pressure um, are not powers that we want to have rule over the people. And so we, the people, have to ultimately just come into responsibility to choose what we truly want. That might still take a while, but I think that
1: that's fully rolling, you know? Yeah. Man, again, like we—the moment now, especially after like really deep, go deep with the agroforest Whenever I I'm looking at this nature and and human nature, I'm always like coming to these principles of forest, and that's always coming the same way. Like yeah, yeah. what takes over <laughs> yeah. the moment you destroy the forest, what came over first is always the grass.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, and then bush and then small trees and then big trees Mm -hmm. in time but like the recovery comes with the simplest form which is the grass which is the common people Mm -hmm. like we can really like become um, this this carpet of healing mm. this earth like this but we need to come together wow we need to come together Very powerful uh, metaphoric picture you just drew there yeah
0: the a- cycle of the the way that nature the regeneration of a a plane or a deserted area happens um, i also learned here when you talk coming together that the um, you know if you ever do get the chance to learn at terabuma the agroforestry was my favorite t- topic to nerd out on, and and understand the different relationships in the canopy, um, syntropia as we say, as said in this episode. Banana is actually a leaf; it's a grass. It's a grass. It's a very tall grass. So we're not just talking about like the short English lawn, no. You know? But the different stages of that, and so when the banana comes back and gets cut, the water that it contributes back into the soil is what boosts everything else
1: so there is that's Mm that's exactly like that's again like understanding our principles understanding what we can contribute and then sometimes you can we can use our human intelligence connect with the nature and then use banana not not as a fruit tree Mm -hmm. but as an irrigation system Mm So. and there is many forms of creating uh, collective abundance like that yeah. by 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 using human intelligence. It's kind of like a peace farming, you know. It's, yeah. yeah, you're cul- like you're cultivating peace, right? Which brings me to one of my questions, and
0: um, you know, I, I know your father. Um, when i think about cultivating peace i often think about the next generation we already talked about generations a little bit in this episode so if you were to change the education system we don't have to talk about that it's pretty messed up and wrong in the sense how public indoctrination happens but if you were to change it alone or with your terra Booma team of experts what would
1: you do connect kids with the nature first mm-hmm. like connect kids with their own nature because um again like w- when we talk about education it's always coming to like this this mm-hmm. um like being human in english there is this this word human being and we always we forget the being part we always focus on the human part and in the being part w- we experience that with mm-hmm. the indigenous people here with the sacred medicines, we really like entered, like left the human part, and entered the being part. Mm-hmm. So that's the education that like the 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 kids, the, the children need to take. You know, like remember because they are there when yeah. when, when there is, a, you know, when when you, kids when and you... animals hang
0: out there oh, until really? they become over intellectualized based it. on the conceptual reality that the old paradigm teaches them so you know what
1: basically like what i would do basically i would just get out of the way Mm -hmm. get out of the way (laughs) like as an adult Mm -hmm. like create a um, safe environment for them to experience what they're already experiencing with their environment that's alive Mm -hmm. and. So, they can teach us. So, they can teach us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, you know, I don't think it will take thousands of years for us to make this transformation. Mm-hmm. If we allowed them in one generation, as Dalai Lama says, you know, like they say, if every child stays like doing meditation in the right way for one generation, the whole population changes and that's true and the- it's beautiful that you bring the dalai lama example
0: of the meditation which would be his practice or his form of seeing that right and maybe then agroforestry or regenerative landscaping sure. in that sense is another part of that as well right sure. it's um, nature's principle number one i heard you say it's yeah i i'm thank you so well said It's it's really really amazing i want to f- right away going to the follow-up question because you're leaning into it already you know um if you now were to stretch it longer not just the education but our dream for the next seven generations right like what is your your dream for the planet for the generations that come after you that you know you you know is in your heart you know that the sacred medicine maybe even tells you about like what is that dream for the next seven generations that you have right
1: There should be more of this um, <laughs> the birds for 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 them to experience because um when I'm looking a general flow of where humanity is going i'm i'm I'm, I'm a bit worried on that flow no I'm like mm. so what it's gonna be like digital bird. Sounds that they're going to listen and and they're not going to see them anymore. Or we're going to create kind of like islands that inspire each one of us that can bring more and that can exchange more. Because here in Buma, we we created an island Mm -hmm. and we're planting consciousness in our ways. We're not perfect. We're not um, people who got like enlightened people who come together and do things. No, we are like just people, regular people who kind of like wants to see how we can live together. Instead of complaining about what's not working, okay, let's come together and do things what might work. And it's an experiment we we do things here we don't after you know we don't like oh no we have to change this and now nah. um, but so for the seventh generation thing um i think we need to connect with the nature that's for sure and then we can listen and learn and stop of this arrogancy. and we can listen and learn from the forest from the trees that's there it's giving all the time that has a amazing technology all the time through mycorrhizas to fungus system through their um exchange to their economy it's all there it's all there um to their language mm-hmm. and so When I see that, I I, I really see also that there are um, so many gifts that's given to us that we kind of get blind to see them or take it for granted. Mm -hmm. All these medicines that's in the nature. So we can start trusting the nature again and not seeing it as a commodity. We can start seeing the tribes that's um being part of the forest for thousands of years and include them and start understanding their cosmology and how they see the world and why they didn't touch the the forest even though they are hunting even though they are taking their water from 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 the water from the forest even though they're yeah they're, they're like they're living in there so they're killing the monkeys and they're doing this but it never, ever, ever come to a point that it's kind of degrading the mm-hmm. forest. On the contrary, their presence there always created even more abundance. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of things that we can, we can learn around us, around our environments. And so for this, I, I, I really think that we should be the ones who inspire each other and then who protect. Like, we can trust, again, the feminine power. We should trust, again, the feminine power and, and, and really, like, let that feminine power to um, manifest itself. So maybe the moment that we integrate that, automatically we integrate our... Um, relationship to the nature, it will change. Um, So yeah, I mean, what's like we need to define, you know, like redefine the very basics, the very basics, things like education, things like economy, things like food. Um, Yeah, female and male. energies Mm -hmm. and how they react to each other all these things and i i I really believe that we can do that it's it's about like okay we really need to bring more inspiration Mm Like, in fact as you said you're already doing it
0: right like these here the red thread is these islands of coherence in the world that are committing to this work, who are taking this um, not just serious, but on as a life expression purpose to come into syntropic relationship with the oh, land and the local place. So Terra Buma being one of those islands of coherence, if you were to, you know, from your beautiful answer about the the next seven generations and the, the principles that we want to live forward, if you were to make a call out into the world right now, as we're broadcasting this episode, right. As, you know there are a lot of people actually that are already guests at terabuma at the terabuma event space um, you have such a massive impact already in Alto paraiso to be continued and expanded with syntherpia but if you were to make a call out into the world right now what is like your 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 prayer or your ask that that you're that you're casting
1: again it's i think that that's the thing like one time Osho said like there might be many dreams Mm -hmm. and in that dreams everybody can have a different dream but there is only one recipe for all the dreams to become reality wake up it shouldn't be so complicated Like Mm. for us to really like um, come to a conclusion shouldn't be so complicated in the terms of um at least saying it like it should be like really like one or two words and then the whole journey is like understanding what that really means so my one sentence would be like we should reconnect Mm. with our essence we should reconnect with our roots, we should reconnect with our earth, we should reconnect the principles of the nature. And so what that means, okay, it's that simple. It's mm-hmm. really that simple. But what that means, it's a, it's the mystery of life. That and life it changes from to person, person to person. And, and, and
0: Especially in these times, you talked about the 80s and the over-capitalism for a minute yeah. there earlier. In the, you know, it's 2022 20, this year, in our time, it also means we're paradoxical because we're weaning off, we're, we're, we're putting to bed the old culture, but we're still involved into it in certain degrees as we build these new islands of coherence. So it's, it's personally different totally. what the mystery of life has you do to reconnect with, with the abundance and the principle of regeneration.
1: So my, 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 mm-hmm. my biggest pr- prayer mm-hmm. for this land. And my one of the, my, my biggest dream is to have a mystery school here, and what that really means is going to show itself mm-hmm. but what we had here the last week was part of it for sure the indigenous wisdom I of mean, Brazil yeah it's
0: one way, embodied through the honi guess and uh, it's one way and and, and, mm-hmm. and you know.
1: You experienced that, what that really means.
0: I experienced, after having been at Buma for a few weeks and uh, coming and going over months now, I experienced that this is an, an essential pie that the land is calling for because I'm from Germany, you are from Turkey. You're wearing a beautiful bracelet that says Gaia and um, you know I'm wearing the, the crystals of the earth. We're, we have maybe a connection to the whole planet, but the local culture, especially in Brazil, especially in Chapada Verdeiros, is still held and um, really uh, so so to speak also like brought by the indigenous people
1: yeah
0: yeah it's one element of the mystery schools wow well your prayer is heard ray and it will be will be broadcasted into the world i'm so grateful that among all the things we had time to do over the last weeks and months here we also had time to record a beautiful interview so thank you so much for for taking the time and for opening your doors and You know, on a personal level, just thank you so much for saying yes to your transformation that you as a tech company owner in Istanbul at some point surrendered to, said yes to. Mm. Let the call of life bring you to a place where even though you're one of the co-founders, you're not really in control. You're not really in charge. Mm. But nature itself is, as I I see your wisdom, brother, in, in the time we spend together, nature itself is speaking through you into the world thank
1: you and thanks for surrendering yourself to puma vibe here that like pulls you in and... i'm so grateful for that and brazil and is you, a great backdrop you. for me yeah thank you, thank you. Wow. and one, one last thing about that indigenous like being indigenous mm-hmm. so i hope we can all understand that we are native to this planet mm-hmm. because we, that, that come with the disconnection for for ages yeah here, here that that we forget our tribe, but okay, so we are one tribe that is, we're the descendants of this like lost tribe, and so now from, from that behind, we can create something uh, all together as one tribe. That's my dream. That's my prayer. That's um, what I inspire of. And so for that I hope there would be many places not like Buma because each is each has a different color. As one time I asked my daughter of her favorite color and she said rainbow. (laughs) All the colours of the rainbow tribe. So yeah, I think Mm. that that's uh, that's my prayer that of that reconnection. Oh of our nativeness
0: of our nativeness yeah Yeah. that is you know that is a very deep chapter i believe in the book of uh, both reconciliation with the old cultures and also the way forward so wow to be continued ray maybe we'll record another episode at my next visit in brazil for this time i'm just really grateful
1: yeah obrigado